Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. God bless each and every one of you today, and we are so grateful and thankful that God has once again allowed us to be together for another segment of the Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And we're honored that you have invested this time to listen with us, and it is our prayer that you will be inspired, informed, and just literally excited about the Word of God that we will share with you today. Uh, Our earlier announcements uh, just shared information, and the same will be shared at the conclusion of the broadcast, how you can be a part of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ Ministries remotely. Our website and uh, web ministries are offered at renkojic.org. But I'd like to extend a personal invitation uh, to each of you today to be a part of what's become one of our most vibrant ministries here at Renaissance, and that's our Wednesday morning, early morning prayer call. And that's where myself, Bishop McMurray, and the First Lady of Renaissance, Dr. E. Jean Lackey McMurray, We speak into the lives of the participants for one half hour every Wednesday morning from 6 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. It is not a participatorial type of prayer call, but it's one where God downloads to us directives that he wants us to release out into the radio waves for individuals who want to plug in for a Wednesday morning time of inspiration. And we believe you would be blessed and encouraged by it as well. And we'd like for you to join us every Wednesday morning. And this phone call, of course, is toll free. And that number is 605-468-8020. And then the extension uh, to dial in is 775741-POUND. Again, that number is, we're ready for you to get that pin. That number is Area code 605-468-8020. Then you would dial in extension 775741 and the pound sign. And I believe you will be richly blessed by what God gives us on this early morning prayer call. Well, again, God bless each and every one of you that are sharing with us today. And again, it is our honor and our privilege to lift up the word of God in your spirits this morning. Let us pray. Dear God, we love you and we thank you for everything. We thank you for this day and the gift of life that you've given to each and every one of us. We thank you, God, for your bountiful blessings in all of our lives. And God, we just literally declare that you are good all the time and all the time you are good to us. Now, God, bless us in our word today, God. Let it speak to the depths of our hearts and inspire our souls and energize our process of living. And we thank you this day, God, that we have this privilege to share your word and to feast on it. In Christ Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. Again, I'm Bishop Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor 
of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And I want to lead us to a very familiar passage of Scripture today as we just kind of uh, uh, give some insight and some encouragement from this text. It's found in Psalms 121. Psalms 121, the 121st number of Psalms. And in the King James Version, it reads like this. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall smite thee by day. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. I got to read that again. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. That's worth reading one more time. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Then I'd like to read that also in the Amplified Version of Scripture, and it reads as this. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills of Jerusalem, from where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber, not even briefly, nor sleep, soundly. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in, in everything that you do from this time forth and forever. The word of God is blessed. Therefore, so are we. When we look at this 121st Psalms, it captures the children of Israel in their final evening on their journey to worship God at the temple in Jerusalem. And when you look at this passage of scripture, historically, God commanded his people to leave their homes and travel to the ancient temple in Jerusalem three times per year for a special time of worship and thanksgiving. And in those instances, and especially in the life of David, he found that the final evening of the journey was the most demanding for traveling. And he found that it was the most difficult time because he could, they could see their destination and their goal was within reach to get to the temple to worship. But because they were so tired and so worn and so spent, making that last push seemed to be the hardest thing that they could do because they had been dealing with the heat and the dangers of the desert, the exhaustion of traveling through the mountains, and they were experiencing intense stress and pain in their bodies. Yet their view of the temple 
the holy city was in view. And I want to talk to someone today, if not all of my listening audience, and say, even though you may feel tired and frustrated because you have not reached your destination or your goals in life, we must not walk away from God. Not now. Not now. Now is not the time. I know you've been holding on to God's unchanging hand. You've been praying. You've been walking in those disciplines that the Bible clearly spell out for us that we must walk in. I know you've been uh, 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 you've been fighting the weariness and the Bible tells us be not weary and well doing. But if there's ever a time that we need to trust in the Lord, that time is now. And so that's why I leave with you the subject this morning, I will trust in God. Or should I say better than that? In God, we trust. In God, we trust. Because the Lord is demanding of us and strongly suggesting for us to trust him now more than ever before. And so that's why David writes this 121st Psalms, because it was an encouragement for the people of God then. And it's also an encouragement for us now that we must walk in the disciplines of of trusting in God and the discipline of spiritual maturity. Those two dynamics are most important, trusting in God and walking in spiritual in spiritual maturity because we must embrace these during times of life and I'm going to say something even more during times of vulnerability the Lord knows we're vulnerable and Satan too knows that we are vulnerable because being tired waiting on God looking and seeing that you're so close but feeling in your spirit you yet so far away it seems like things should begin to shape up and look better and the future and the prospects of blessedness and turnaround uh, should be yours instead of being a distance away. And you sense in your spirit that you're about to go through a shifting. You shift, you sense in your spirit that things are about to change, but you haven't changed yet. It hasn't shifted yet. It's not better yet. You see it, but yet you're still so far away from it. And that's when we get vulnerable because we know what the word says. We know what God promised. We know what we've been sacrificing to get to the point where we're at right now. And I just want to encourage you today more than any other time in your life. Don't turn back. Don't go back to what you've come too far from where God has started you on your journey. And if there's ever a time we must trust in God, that time is now. I love looking at that word trust because in the Greek language, that means botok. And trust means to be confident that God is faithful. And that's the first point I want to make in the teaching today. I want to encourage you that in spite of what you see in front of you, God is still faithful. We are the sheep of his pasture and it is God's responsibility to take care of us and if it's God's responsibility to take care of us and watch over us and encourage us and push us and pull us then God's going to be faithful in his process also I want to say that we must be bold that word trust or talk means we must be bold in our faith and our position in God we must be bold we must hold on to the scripture 
We must search the scripture for in the scripture we find life. In the scripture we find encouragement. God is saying, I need you and I want you to trust in me. That word trust about talk goes even further to say, even though I'm challenged, I will be bold in living my life. The songwriter says, I'll never let go of his hand. He has done so much for me. I'll never let go of his hand. There's another song of the church. It says, you can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. I'll take my burdens to the Lord and just leave them there. And that's what I want to encourage you today as you face the probably the most difficult time or season of your life, wanting what you're wanting, seeing what God has promised, but yet it's so far away. You must make up in your make up in your mind that you will never let go of God's unchanging hand. That's what trust means. That's what talk in the Greek means that I'm going to be bold in my living, bold in proclaiming the scripture over my life, bold in my attitude for living, bold in my faith actions, bold in everything that I'm going to do because everything that I do is anchored in the power of God. And I want to let you all know today that in times of fear and uncertainty, Oh, my God, we must rest and lean on God. We have God's blessed assurance. That word bought talk means his blessed assurance. And then trust further goes on and says, chansa, which means to put your hope and your help in God. It means if we're trusting in God, we're going to intentionally put our refuge in God and God only. I'm here to tell you today that when we trust God, it's going to come at a time when fear and uncertainty is circling all around us and when fear and uncertainty is circling all around us, we must establish our faith and our security in God Almighty. And even when you do all that, <laughs> it's still one of the most difficult things that you'll ever do in your life. One of the most difficult seasons you will find in your life. And that's what I've come to talk to you about, about the dynamic of trusting in God, because we've got to be so careful as saints, as believers, as God's children, because difficult times suggest difficult demonic solutions. Yes. I want to say that again during difficult times. Desperate demonic solutions are put before us as the answers. And I want to read a passage out of 1 Timothy 4 and 1 in the King James Version. It says, now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times or the last days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Why is that? Because we're facing difficult times. I want to read that further in the New Living Translation of 1 Timothy 4 and 1. It says, now the spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from God. Some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. I want to talk to you today very, very specifically and very strategically because my brothers and sisters, people today, church folks, Christians, believers, they're desperate. Everybody's desperate for life answers. 
and it's easy to seek the easiest pathway for answers. Paul, in his letter to Pastor Timothy, speak to this, speaks to this in the New Testament, and so does Proverbs 14.12 in the Old Testament. So for Proverbs 14.12 in the King James Version says, There is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And I want to talk to you about something that is popping up and is coming back and becoming popular again as the answer, as the answer to life challenges. And that's called the New Age Movement. And this New Age Movement is being glamorized by many rich, successful and influential people in the public eye of our society. And what this movement does is challenges people to find their own spirit or find your own inner strength. Live your best life now. These words might seem harmless, encouraging, and uplifting, but the truth is that these, message have the, these messages have their roots in the New Age movement, a movement that is, very, that is a very real danger to you and your family. There just comes a time, y'all, you just got to wait on the Lord. And the danger of this new age movement starts by not being able to recognize Satan's deceptive strategies. New Age followers suggest that one uses various rituals or methods to channel their inner energy and spirit to learn to rely on themselves and not on God. God's taking too long, so you better take matters into your own self. This movement further suggests morals and godly living are outdated. The church Organized religion as we know it is outdated and that what is right for me might not be right for you, but that's okay because we are really all the same. We are only gods. I want y'all to hear that again. The thought behind the new age movement is simply this. They say that what is right for me might not be right for you. But that's okay because we are all really the same. We are all gods. And what this belief system does, it gives people a false feeling of control over their own lives. Uh, there's one thing you don't want to do is give control to something that's not of, of God. And that's for the Christian faith. We don't need to walk away and abandon what we know is right. This again, this belief system gives people a false feeling of control over their lives. And it works initially. It feels good initially. But I need you all to know something today that the New Age movement is not seen as a religion but as a new way to think and understand reality. It's very attractive to the natural man who has become disillusioned with organized religion. It's for people who desire spiritual reality, but don't want to deal with the moral problems or come under the authority of God, scripture, and godly living. I want to let you all know something. Anything that seeks to manipulate the spirit world can be categorized as witchcraft. We don't we don't we don't seek to manipulate the spirit world. We we seek through God, through his spirit 
to tap into the life-changing power of God. And I want to talk just for a few minutes about this is where I really wanted to go in these next few fleeting moments. There is a popular method today that is designed to teach you how to tap into the spiritual world and how to improve your environments and how to prove yourselves. But I want you to know that that's a trick of the enemy and it's called burning sage or saging. This type of spiritual ritual has been made popular by reality TV and social media. It's called smudging or burning sage. And this is a ceremony where the sage is burning to purify or bless a home in order to rid it of negative energy and restore positive healing energy. The same is believed to do the same for your body. During the sage burning ceremony of a home, the person is encouraged to focus his or her energy. I mean, focus your personal energy and then go into a controlled breathing effort. Uh, exercise. Then after the sage is lit with a candle, the person the, the person waves the lit candle in the air, often waving the smoke with a feather and walks around the house starting at the front door and moving clockwise. Then extra attention is paid to the corners of the room, which supposedly accumulates stagnant energy. Then once the entire house been has been ritually cleansed, they cleanse, they believe, the sage then is extinguished at the front door. Some people leave it outside the front door think it has, thinking that it has protective power. Also, people sage themselves by directing the smoke around their body and through their aura. This is thought to cleanse them of all negative or stagnant energy. And when you look at this type of uh, 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 this type of worship, it's connected to the Chinese occult and it's connected to the witchcraft world because they, be, because they believe in cleansing their aura in this case and in this manner. And I want to just go back to the word of God to say this first to you. Most negative energy is produced by negative attitudes. Many times, many times our attitudes can get negative and, and rightfully so because we're waiting for change. We're waiting for things to get better and we're human and it's so easy to give in to the negative effects of life. But I want to take you to Psalms 51 and 10 and it says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. I want to let you know that the Bible never goes out of style, that God is still God. He's still the sovereign God. And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Don't abandon what you know works for you. The Bible clearly tells us that God is our protector. In 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3 in the New Living Translation it says, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Psalms 34 and 7 in the King James Version says the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Isaiah 46 and 4 in the New Living Translation says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age I made you and I will care for you I will carry you along and save you Proverbs 18 and 10 in the amplified version of scripture says the name of the Lord is a strong tower the 
righteous run to it and is safe and set on high, far above evil. I want you all to know as we looked in Psalms 121, he says, the Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in. Everything that you do from this time forth and forever. And when we look at Romans, the 12th chapter, and verses 1 through 2 in the Amplified Version of Scripture, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, your logical, and your intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. I even like that in the message version, Romans 12, 1 through 2. And listen how powerful this is. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around in life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly responding to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of maturity, God brings the best out of you and he develops well-formed maturity in you. And I want to leave you with Romans 10, 13. It says, Whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And so I encourage you today, call him. There's an old song of the church, and I'll never forget my upbringing. I'm pretty modern now, and everybody's pretty modern, but boy, something about that old upbringing. And it says, and it says, uh, 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 just take your burden to the Lord and just leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Stretch out in God and watch God stretch out in you. James says, draw near to God and watch God draw near to you. My brothers and sisters, God has not bought you by faith this far to have you connect to things that are not of him. And so let's trust God now more than ever before. Let's lean on him. He may not come when you want him. In most cases, he won't. But God is maturing you. God is teaching you and God is perfecting you. So hold on. To God's unchanging hand. Trust in God with your everything. The song says, if you trust and never doubt, the Lord will surely bring you out. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. I've been Bishop Dennis McMurray, and I've been privileged for these next few for these past few moments to encourage you from the Word of God. And remember, there's victory in the Word.
Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday school at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel, and Thursday at 6.45 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.